Welcome to the Possibility of Today radio show. This weekly series mixes entertainment with inspiration and information to help you learn how to live in a different way and take advantage of all the possibilities of today. Do you want to find the way to your something more and live life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place. Host Sybil Shavis will guide you through an exciting journey of self-discovery and transformation so you can be entertained, be inspired, and be informed. Now here's Sybil. Hey, how are you? Did you see last week that report in the news about the job growth and continual challenges with job growth? The good news is that economists believe now, they think that a lot of the low numbers for the first couple of months had to do with all of that crazy weather we were experiencing. And by the second quarter, we should be back on track. The last two employment reports out of the U.S. were big disappointments, but economists don't seem too worried about these numbers at this point. Many believe that things will bounce back in the second quarter and that any weakness being shown is more of a weather-related blip than the start of a new trend. And I know this topic is relevant for a lot of people who have been looking for jobs for what seems like a very long time. Or you may know somebody that's been trying to find a job for a really long time. And I was thinking about the unemployment challenge the other day that so many people are going through and how it's really requiring people to call on the triumph of the human spirit. You know, that just inner resolve and the ability to kind of dig deep and get to where we really want to be. Have you heard that phrase, the triumph of the human spirit? I was actually curious about it, so I looked up the formal definition, and according to Ask.com, it's used to describe situations in which an individual or a group of individuals overcomes massive adversity. And essentially, it just shows that humans can, despite great odds or whatever challenges they're working through, rise above whatever has come their way and get to where they really want to be. And as I'm sure you know, the triumph of human spirit is not, of course, just relevant for people who are working through the job crisis, which is why I wanted to talk about it on today's show. It's something that we all need to be able to access in order to have that perseverance or the quote-unquote stick-to-itiveness that's always required to accomplish the things that we want for our life. You'd agree with that, right? You've got to be willing to stay on the path and continually pursue the things that you want for your life day after day after day. I'm sure it's something that you have also realized after going through your experiences. And so obviously the triumph of the human spirit applies to all of us. And it's really important that we can tap into or access really that inner resolve or what I call our extraordinary side. It's just something that I have realized is really important. And there are specific things that we're going to be talking about on today's show that we can do to access our triumph of the human spirit or our inner resolve. I was actually thinking about how really important it is to be able to feel our ability to overcome challenges, like to feel this resolve within us and get to where we want to be. Because when you're in the midst of accomplishing something or working towards something, there can be 
a lot of uncertainty or doubt just because things haven't fallen into place yet. Wouldn't you agree with that? And that's why really being able to access this side of ourselves or that side that just knows that we're going to get where we want to be and feel the confidence that comes from that is so important because it in essence overshadows that uncertainty, those doubts or any concerns that we may have. And going back to this topic of unemployment and how the triumph of the human spirit is really so important because I just think it's really easy to see it in this example when you're working through the challenge of being unemployed. I actually got an email the other day from someone by the name of Kelly who subscribes to the Possibility of Today online magazine. She was explaining really how hard it's been because she's been unemployed for about a year and she just feels like she has tried everything and at this point exhausted all of her options. And as I was speaking to her and we were kind of going back and forth talking about what she had done and really just, you know, how she'd been managing through this challenging time, I was really trying to reassure her that as long as she dug deep and continued doing the things that she'd been doing and, of course, moving in the direction she needed to go, that she was going to get to the other side of this and get a job and then be, of course, so much stronger and better for what she'd gone through. And she was really honest with me and said that, you know, she wanted to believe that she was going to get through the situation and get a job and be stronger and better for it. But she'd been working to just maintain this positive mindset about finding a job and getting through it for so long that at this point, it was really hard for her to just stay positive and continue believing in something that didn't seem to be happening. And I realized what had probably happened was, you know, she had been looking for a job for a long time and had started off very positive. She was able to access her inner resolve and the triumph of the human spirit much easier in the beginning. But what a lot of times we don't realize, I know I didn't realize, is that essentially as more time goes on or we encounter more challenges or it just feels like it's taking too long for things to come together, that confidence and our inner resolve can fade a little if we're not doing things that allow that confidence to build and to grow while we're doing the other things that we know we have to take care of. And that's specifically what we're going to be talking about today because it really is so important to do these things that are going to allow us to continually access our inner resolve and have our confidence grow while we're working through these challenging times or just while we're working to get to where we really want to be. And going back to Callie's story, honestly, I really understood where she was coming from. I mean, you know how it is, right? Like when you've just been working and hoping for something and doing your best to stay positive, but despite everything you've put into it, it just seems like what you want is still so far away. I know I've definitely had those times and it's hard, but this is what's interesting because if I asked her whether or not it's possible for someone to dig deep and overcome challenges or the odds that are stacked against them, she would have most likely said yes. I mean, a lot of times it's easier for us to see the triumph of the human spirit at work in other people 
than it is to believe that it also applies to whatever we're managing through at the present time. Wouldn't you agree with that? But here's the deal. It's actually during those times when we are working to get to where we want to be, when we need to persevere, when we need that tenacity, that's exactly when we are supposed to be reassuring ourselves that the triumph of the human spirit does apply to us and does absolutely apply to our ability to get to where we really want to be. So day by day as we are working through the situation and doing what we need to do in order to take steps in the right direction, we also need to be doing what I call mindset push-ups and strengthening our belief in our own triumph of our own human spirit. But it's easy to overlook, like Callie had, that just like you're researching companies and sending out resumes, you also need to do the right things to process through the fears, the doubts, and the worries because ultimately they get in the way of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Even though she was doing everything right in the outside world, putting everything she had into getting a job, if she didn't reach the point where she also believed in her ability to get a job, to triumph over this challenge of being unemployed, her inside world or mindset essentially would work against her. Wouldn't you agree that our belief and trust that we can overcome the challenges and get to where we really want to be is really important. It's okay if we need to strengthen our belief in the triumph of the human spirit. It's possible that when we're in the midst of a challenge or we're just trying to get to where we really want to be, we're going to have doubts and we may worry. But there's a way that we're meant to move through these times. There's a specific roadmap we can follow so that as we take continual steps in the direction we need to go, our confidence and belief strengthens day by day, and eventually it will overshadow any doubts we have, and we would have taken the necessary steps and done the work to get to where we want to be. And what that specifically means that we have to do are two very important things. Anytime we're working to get to where we really want to be, or to accomplish something that we really want for our life. The first is remind ourselves of those stories that show the triumph of the human spirit. Those stories where you just see people overcome these adversities or huge challenges they've had and ultimately get to where they wanna be. We're not just supposed to admire these stories and admire the tenacity that other people had they're also meant to be everyday reminders and they can be our mindset push-ups of our personal triumph of spirit. We want the takeaway messages of these stories cemented in our minds because then it's so much easier to access them when it's time to call on our own triumph of the human spirit. And the second thing that we want to do is make certain that we're processing doubts and concerns the right way every time they surface. So today's show is all about these two things and how we do them because chances are that today we're either working through a challenge or we're working to accomplish something or get to somewhere where we really want to be and strengthening this understanding of our inner resolve and feeling our connection to the triumph of the human spirit is essential. And as we we're talking about earlier, one of the two things we want to do is really take notice 
of all of the stories around us that remind us of the triumph of the human spirit. It just keeps the right thoughts top of mind. Actually, have you heard the story of Michaela de Prince? She is this 18-year-old amazing professional ballet dancer. And her story is remarkable. I mean, talk about a great reminder of the triumph of the human spirit. Michaela was adopted by this couple from the United States. But before they adopted her, Michaela lived in an orphanage in Africa because both of her parents died. I was born in Sierra Leone, West Africa. Um, when I was three years old, I lost both of my parents to the Civil War there because of, you know, what was happening. Um, so when I was three years old and I had no family, my uncle took me to the orphanage. What I think happened was because of the war, my father was shot to death. He came back and my uncle brought him back and he was dead. Um, my uncle explained to us how he was shot because of God knows what reason. So Michaela's father had been killed in the Civil War and her mother ended up dying of starvation. And that's how Michaela ended up in an orphanage alone, just hoping to find a new family. But while Michaela was at this orphanage, not only was she managing through the emotions from losing both of her parents, she also had to manage through a lot of challenging situations at the orphanage because she was treated differently by her caretakers, all because of a skin condition she had. Even when I was little, I noticed that sometimes people would look at me strange. And so when I was in the orphanage, the aunties who took care of us, they called me the devil's child. And the reason why they called me the devil's child was because of my vitiligo. And then they thought it was a disease. They thought it was abnormal. So to them, it must be the devil's child. And so they also named me number 27, which meant I was their least favorite child, I guess you could say. So I didn't get enough food. Um, I didn't get enough clothes. I didn't get a lot of toys. Can you even imagine how hard that would be on a child to manage through? But Michaela was able to really tap into her inner resolve or her stick to And she was able to manage through all of those challenges in the orphanage until ultimately she was adopted by the U.S. couple. And although when she first got to the state, she was ill, she was able to push through that challenge too. Here's a clip of Michaela and her mother sharing the story and how Michaela worked through her challenges and always remained focused on her desire to become a professional ballet dancer. I never thought anyone would actually want me. Nearly 13 years ago, my husband and I adopted two little girls from Sierra Leone, and Michaela was one of those children. I thought it was a dream, and it took me forever to realize that this wasn't a dream that I was actually being accepted by someone. When Michaela first came to the United States, she was a very sick little girl. She had mono, and she had hepatitis A from the, the poor food she had eaten in Africa. And um, once she recovered from her illness, all she wanted to do was dance. And so as her adopted mother shared, she and her husband figured out that Michaela had this special gift to dance. So they put her in ballet classes, and she always just stood out and was one of the best dancers. But, of course, her challenges weren't over there because the lead role in a ballet that she had earned and practiced for for weeks 
was stripped away from her because she was black. I was younger and I was getting ready for the Nutcracker and um, I rehearsed everything. Everything was perfect. I was so excited. It was like a few weeks before the show. And then they said, I'm sorry, you can't do it anymore because America is not ready for a black Marie. So I almost quit ballet. And as you heard Michaela say, she almost quit. But this is what I love so much about this story because think about all the challenges Michaela pushed through. I mean, you have this young girl whose parents were killed in a war. Her mother literally starved to death in front of her. She was sent to an orphanage where she was mistreated. She finally reaches the U.S. and has to push through illness. And then after earning and practicing for the lead role in the ballet, it's taken away from her because of the color of her skin. And she's devastated. But Michaela pushed through all of that. And that's why I just really thought this was an amazing story and definitely a perfect example of the triumph of the human spirit. Listen to how Michaela's mom shares her amazement at how this story is unfolded. When I picked Michaela up in West Africa, I never dreamt that she would be one of the leading world-class ballerinas. I just think this story is by all means an amazing reminder of the true triumph of the human spirit. I mean, if you've ever doubted your ability to remain steadfast and get to where you really want to be, this is just such a great story to think of. It just showed to me that like, no matter what we're going through, if we can just remain focused on where we want to be and reassure ourselves that we're absolutely going to get there, we can access that place inside of us, our extraordinary side. It actually brings to mind a great quote. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. And as we've been talking about, it's always important to do the things you need to in the outer world to take steps in the right direction. But there are also things simultaneously that you also want to be doing in your inside world to really make certain your belief in whatever it is you're working toward is also getting stronger as you're taking step after step. One thing that we want to do is focus on these great stories where we see the triumph of spirit, like in Michaela's story. And we're going to talk about another great story and also how you really go about doing that and tapping into that extraordinary side within you on an everyday basis. What are the specific steps that we can take? So we're going to talk about both of those things after the break. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to The Possibility of Today on webtalkradio.net. And we've been talking all about the triumph of the human spirit and how it's just something we always want to believe in and remember because it makes it so much easier to get through the challenges or whatever else may come our way as we're working to accomplish the things we want for our life or to get where we want to be. And there's just something in us that we want to be able to continually tap into and feel connected to. It's like this inner resolve. And before the break, we were talking about that great story of Michaela de Prince, 
who had to push through challenge after challenge in order to get to where she really wanted to be and become this amazing professional ballet dancer. And I also came across another great story. It's the story of Veronica Tugaleva. Veronica is this author and speaker, and she also calls herself a reformed cynic. And I had an opportunity to interview and speak to Veronica, and she's just this amazingly wise, way beyond her years person. I mean, you know how you meet those people and you can just tell right off the bat that they're old souls? Well, that's totally how you feel the minute you start talking to Veronica. And what's really interesting about her story is that before all of her success with her book and her speaking and everything she's doing right now, she also had to manage through a very difficult set of circumstances. In fact, a lot of the insights and the things that she shares in her book, The Love Mindset, really stem from all of the wisdom she gained while she was working through her own recovery from a decade-long struggle that she had with abuse, addiction, and years, she said, of not liking herself. Veronica was talking to me about how she had so many tough days that she just had to battle through. Listen to how she describes those days. I would look in the mirror. I think looking in the mirror was the worst. And I never looked myself in the eyes. So I would just look at certain fragmented parts of my face or fragmented parts of my body and compare it to what I had seen on TV. And obviously it never, ever matched up. So every day that I didn't match up to that externally based criteria, I would feel awful. There was just this sinking, horrible feeling in my chest. And um, throughout the day, I mean, I had, I struggled with eating disorders too for about 10 years. And it was just this on and off war with thinking about calories, thinking about my body. And when I saw other women, I would just look at those parts of their bodies that I thought were deficient about my body. And then I would feel this jealousy towards them and this hatred towards myself. And I lived in this horrible world that was always, always negative emotion. And after a while, what I started to do was just numb it because I didn't know what to do. And I ended up um, addicted. I ended up quite emotionally numb. I ended up as the world's most inauthentic person. I just put on this mask. And um, I just drove myself into the ground doing that. And as you just heard, Veronica went through just a lot of challenges she had to overcome. And her story is just another amazing example of the triumph of the human spirit because despite all of the challenges she had to work through, including you know just really combating that voice of her own chief negativity officer, you know the voice in our minds that can just continually drag us down and focus on worst case scenarios and all the things we're doing wrong. Well, Veronica pushed through all of it and Day by day, step by step, she battled through the negative emotions and the waves of negative feelings and did exactly what we've been talking about in terms of strengthening her mindset and tapping into her extraordinary side and the triumph of her own human spirit. And Veronica will be the first person to tell you that it was by no means easy, but she also has shared just how much what she managed through changed her and showed her how to continually shine her own light, no matter how dark the day got, you know, how to reach the side of whatever it was she had to push through 
and be so much better for it. And for the most part, right, we know what we should do. Like we all know we should tap into our extraordinary side and rely on the triumph of the human spirit. You know, that's how we're going to really get to where we want to be. But the question that a lot of people have is how do you actually do that today? You know, how do we strengthen our belief more and more in our extraordinary side and the triumph of the human spirit so much so that we're able to apply it to every circumstance we need to? And then, of course, how do we specifically start doing that today? Because it is possible. But again, how do we take advantage of that possibility today? And as we were talking about earlier, the first thing to do is continually absorb those stories like Michaela's and Veronica's that just show the true triumph of the human spirit. These stories are just really great reminders that just like other people are able to tap into their extraordinary side and get to where they really want to be, we also can do that exact same thing. And for me, just seeing it time and time again happen with all different types of people really just drives that point home and essentially allows us to know that we're absolutely capable of doing it time and time again also. And the second thing that I realized we've got to do is choose to manage through our days a little differently. And there's actually a specific way that we can process through those days where perhaps our worries or concerns try to overshadow the confidence of our extraordinary side and, of course, our understanding and belief in the triumph of the human spirit. And the thing I love about this process is that after you use it four or five times, you're going to start noticing that the waves of doubt and fear start coming up less and less. And even when they do come up, by that time, you're so good at managing through them that they start to last for shorter and shorter periods of time. And I read about a process similar to this one in a book by Robert Scheinfeld. And of course, this is a process that I have personally tested and that I continually personally apply anytime I know I need to process through my own fears and doubts. Okay, so as you move through the day, the first thing to do is the instant that you notice a negative emotion surfacing, like a doubt or is this going to happen or you just get worried about something, you want to feel that emotion and dive into the heart of it. Like you don't try to ignore it or pretend it's not there. Instead, you just let it surface and you feel what that feels like. Then the second thing you do is you have a very rational conversation with yourself and remind yourself that everything is going to be okay. Like you remind yourself that you're more than capable of working through whatever has come your way, that you've done it in the past, and that you're going to do it again. You know, you really feel the meaning of that. It actually brings to mind a great quote that I just love. On particularly rough days when I'm sure I can't possibly endure, I like to remind myself that my track record for getting through bad days so far is 100%. And if you think about it, right, it's just so true. Because there literally are no bad days or challenging times that you haven't gotten through. 
And so that's why the second thing you do is remind yourself of this in a very rational way. And then the third thing that you're going to want to do is literally choose to, quote unquote, retrieve your power from the situation. So what this means is that you tell yourself that you're not going to allow anything that is or isn't happening, you know, whatever has you worried, you're not going to let that have control over you. And you literally say to yourself, I retrieve my power from this situation. And I know this might sound quirky, but honestly, once you do it four or five times and you see that it works, you won't care if it's quirky or not quirky. And this process and specifically this step is really important because it's where you really tap into your own triumph of the human spirit and settle into the feeling of your extraordinary side. And finally, the fourth thing to do is to end with gratitude. And as crazy as it may sound that you're going to end processing a fear with gratitude, the reason why you do it is because you really want to settle into the understanding that the experience, even though it may be a hard one that you're managing through, it allows you to retrieve power from situations and experiences that are not supposed to have control over you. And so when you look at things from this different perspective, you can appreciate the experiences or whatever comes your way, even the tough ones, because ultimately you know you're better and stronger for managing through them and that they're valuable to you. Because I'm sure you've heard those people you know, refer to past experiences and say, you know, they were really, really hard. But because I went through them, I achieved X, Y, and Z, or I got to where I finally wanted to be. And I had strength that I didn't even know I had. And that's really what it's all about. And again, I know in the beginning, going through these four steps in this process can feel a little odd. Trust me, I felt a little odd about it also. But after you push yourself to do it, you know, three or four times, it becomes easier and easier. And the reality is, is that processing through doubts or uncertainty is something we have to do if we're ever going to get to where we really want to be. And so these are the four steps that we really want to start taking today. If we need to, if we have any uncertainty or doubts or concerns about anything. The first step being like we were talking about just noticing the worry or concern. And the second step, having this very rational conversation with yourself and reminding yourself that you have always gotten through challenges. And then the third step of retrieving your power and literally saying, I retrieve my power from this situation. And then finally, the fourth thing is just appreciating the experience and that it's allowing you to retrieve power from things that shouldn't have power over you. And what's really interesting, again, is that after you apply this process several times, you'll notice how the voice of your chief negativity officer gets quieter and quieter. It's not that it goes away completely, but we can learn how to manage our own chief negativity officer and then we have less fears and less worries because we realize that many of those just stem 
from the stories that our chief negativity officer is making up. Worst case scenarios that oftentimes never even happen. Listen to how Veronica explained it. I think some things do melt away. You know, the inner critic is not... It, it just gets less powerful every single day, right? That that chief negativity officer, I mean, that voice gets quieter and quieter. And another thing that I thought Veronica shared that was really helpful information was how that voice works. You know, the voice of the chief negativity officer and how it can work to draw us in to judge ourselves for the way we're feeling. It's, it's, a, it's an important day. I shouldn't be stressed out. So then you're stressed out about being stressed out, and it's a million times worse than it could ever be. And then you get stressed out about being stressed out, about being stressed out. And then you're just in the hole. And often it's like that. I mean, I've found myself in these holes where, you know, I start to feel a little sad. And then I feel sad that I'm sad because I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be sad. And then I feel sad that I'm sad that I'm sad. And the only thing it takes is being like, you know what? It's okay for me to feel whatever I'm feeling. And then you erase all, the, all of those meta levels above the original emotion and you experience the original sadness and it's not that bad. And the inner critic is like that too, you know, when you actually just hear it out without doing anything about it, without giving any meaning to what it's saying, to just, just listen, you're kind of like, wow, that voice in my head is really kind of neurotic. <laughs> And it's not even that bad. You know, if you met a person that talked to you the way that you talk to yourself in your head at your worst moments, you'd be like, that person's crazy. I don't want to talk to you. And I think what she says is so true because some of the things that can run through our minds are just such terribly negative thoughts. And if we continually are buying into them and believing them, they are forever going to work against us. And like anything else in our life that we realize needs to change in order to integrate a new way of thinking or change what we know is not working, we've got to choose to literally change the way that we go about things. Haven't you noticed how a lot of times the good habits that you know you need to have don't just necessarily stick very easily and you can very quickly go back to doing what you have always done that hasn't really been working. And that's why we have to be very conscious about the fact that today we want to start doing the two things that we've been talking about. Number one is noticing all the stories of the triumph of the human spirit that are all around us and give us an opportunity every time we see another one to remind ourselves that these stories are not there just to be admired, they're reminders of our own extraordinary side and our personal ability to tap into our own triumph of the human spirit. And the second thing we want to make certain we start doing today is applying that four-step process continually as we move through the day. You know, again, one, noticing our fears and letting them surface. Two, having a very rational conversation with ourselves that we're going to get to where we want to be. Three, you know, literally saying, I retrieve my power from the situation. And four, appreciating the experience and the opportunity to retrieve power from something that shouldn't have control over us. And again, these are two things that we have to choose to start doing anytime we're trying to accomplish something in our life or to hit another milestone or get to where we really want to be. And again, what that means for us today is that 
we may have to make that conscious choice today to change the way that we go about things or the way that we move through the day. Actually, I just loved what Veronica shared about this because in order to get to all of her success and to reach that place where she finally felt the way she wanted to about her life, she had to make that conscious choice. And I sure talked about it a lot. You know, I tried to convince the people around me that it was going on and everybody was like, what? So, you know, you get to a certain point when things make sense to you that um, it's time to stop talking, you know, and um, I, there's actually a chapter inside of the love mindset that is called the preacher and the teacher. And it talks about how, you know, when we, when we're faced with the possibility of change, then we got two options. And the first option is actually change, actually use this information to change your entire life. Or we can start talking about change. And that just puts the change off. And thank you so much to Veronica for coming on the show and sharing her story and all her wisdom. Veronica actually has an amazing book I was talking about earlier called The Love Mindset that you should really check out. In it, Veronica shares her journey and the specific things that she did to manage through her journey and get to where she really wanted to be with her life. And most importantly, feel the way that she always wanted to feel. You can check out Veronica's book, The Love Mindset, at thelovemindset.com and also drop by veronica.org, V-I-R-O-N-I-K-A.org. And I'm also going to have her links in the notes for the show so that you can get to them easily. As Veronica shared, it's all about making that conscious choice to move through today and every today going forward differently to make the choice and really strengthen our belief in the triumph of the human spirit and strengthen it so much that it's just always there for us to use and to rely on so we can get to where we want to be and accomplish the things that we want for our life. And that is the possibility of today. And it's also the show for today. So I hope you have a really good week. And of course, live today better than yesterday. To learn more about making a change in your life, visit possibilityoftoday.com. Don't forget to like Sybil's Facebook page by clicking the Facebook icon on her Web Talk Radio profile page. You can also follow her on Twitter using the handle at Sybil Chavis. Thanks for listening this week. And remember to be entertained, be inspired, be informed. Oh, 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 oh,